Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 82 of HearthCast, a podcast recorded for you on August 11, 2011 and made possible by the great, awesome folks at Redside Software. We are casual players allowed. We talk about life, we talk about WoW, and we talk about all points in between. Among other things, our show might contain profession pointers, interface ideas, or drama-free dungeon guides. All of which we hope lend themselves to you as players of this awesome game that we call the World of Warcraft. Now, this episode is the one in which Freckleface becomes one of those people. What's that mean? Find out later. What's that mean? Find out later. (laughs) We also got a lot of listener email, um, Corner of Carnage. Insights of Demonic Rip. With Rip? Demon- <laughs> with Demonic Rick. And oh, getting- Rick, him. I, I was confused. I thought we had a um, Demonic Rip now. Just Riptide. It's like a rip off of uh, Demonic Rick. No, no. Riptide, not rip off. And we also got a Zyger Guide update um, to wrap it up. We'll tell you um, who our winner was for winner. the month of July. And we'll winner, tell you winner, how to enter winner. in the month of August. Ding, 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 ding. HearthCast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind, and we simply could not do it without our awesome sponsors. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guys. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can get your very own copy of Zyger Guys this year from HearthCast. All you have to do is just keep on listening and do what we ask you to do. Uh, System.com, Mike. Oh, I can't speak enough about him. Lifesaver extraordinaire. If you've got a technical issue, you want a... You know, you want to be the, the smart guy on campus. You want to be the guy who has all the answers. Then what you do, you get this secret agent named Mike over at System.com. You keep him in your back pocket. He's small enough. He fits in everybody's back pocket. It's kind of weird, but I'm go with British it. British guy in your back pocket. Yeah. It's so cool. And, like, people go, hey, Root, uh, we need to do blah, 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 blah. And I go, oh, like, can you know how to do that? Because we can't find anybody who knows how to do that. I'm going to go, oh, yeah, give me a couple minutes. I'll be right over. Okay, cool. And then I go, hey, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> They just said this, and the mic gives me like 10 things I could do. And then I walk into the meeting and go, well, you know, I thought about it, and I got about 10 things we could do. And you go, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Not that I owe my entire employment to him, but, you know, he's cool. <laughs> and, of course, uh, we couldn't do this without our buddy over there, Carnage. Over YouTube.com, car, uh, forward slash Carnage1320 for the best in WoW PvP videos. And he, you know, does some cool segments here, too. As always, I want to give a shout-out to our guildmates over on Whisperbrand that's an Alf Praetorian Guard and is a Ninja Looter over and on the north side. over on, well, yeah, and then my guild on Deathwing. Oh. Yeah, the Horderlies. The Horderlies. Oh, yeah. we didn't even put that on the outline. So we, we might help. <laughs> yeah, because you can't, yeah, you know, we got Woohoof <laughs> and Robocop. <laughs> or Woofit, as I like to call yeah, him Woofit, sometimes. Woofit and Robocop, which I found out that apparently is He's been called Robocop like half his life or more. So it's not, you know, I'm in good company. All right. Um, also, on our Facebook friends, um, 
We got friends on the Facebook? We have friends. Someone's going to call the Orlando Police Department. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we're back. It's even crazy. You'll hear about it in a minute. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so recording twice in a week, though. It's pretty... Is it? Is it yeah, you know, pretty good for us, I, I hey. would say. Um, and Twitter peeps, of course. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear from some of them later. We'll find out. Mm. Mm. So, hey, Crackle Face. Hey. I know it's only been a couple of days since the shortcast, but uh, <laughs> what you been doing? Hey, well, what, what do you think of the studio? It's nice. We are in the new. I was trying to think about, and I just totally hijacked your segment. I know. You did. But, but I was trying to think earlier what version of the Excellence in Podcast Studios is this? Uh, it's like 5.3. I don't think there's a point three. Why not? We were in the other room and they were upstairs and we're back. Oh, you, are you counting Riptide as a journalist five? Yes. Oh, hmm. Okay. Well, if we, if we go all the way back, we started off in Skype. Sure. Right. And then we were over at CoLab. Oh, true. Downtown Orlando. Uh-huh. And in CoLab, we kind of bounced around to like two or three or four locations. So we had a lot of points in there. That was that was excellent podcast studio 2.1 sure. through whatever. And then version three, I think version three was at Next Intelligence. Mm-hmm. And then that was like version 3.1.2.3. Yeah. And then version four is at your house. Yeah. With the dog and the dishes in the background. Yeah, but Next Intelligence had two physical locations. Did we count that as two? I think we count that as two because that was a major upgrade to the studio. Oh, that's true. So four. Yeah. Okay. So we're on six now. So then, then it was back, yeah, back to the house. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, I, I didn't like that. Let me be honest with you. I didn't like that. Why is that? Well, because, you know, I like quiet when we do a podcast. Sure. And it just makes, it's like, we're there doing the podcast, and it's like, I got the kids, I got the wife, I got the dog, and it's like, okay, everybody be silent for the next, you know, hour. They tried. They're they're very considerate. It was, out of all the things, the one thing that came through was the dishes. Yeah. And it's not even like I walk out and go, hey, honey, do you mind not doing the dishes? <laughs> I don't think that would go over so well. Because then she'd be like, I don't mind at all. You do them from now on. And I don't want that kind oh, of aggro. Oh, true. Yeah. No, so, you don't. No. And then we got here to uh, Riptide. And at Riptide, we started off, ironically, we started off in this very same room. I don't think that's irony. That's not? But we go were, with it. Go with it. Go with it. Well, we were shoved in the corner of this room to begin with. Yes, the corner of this room that sucked. Right. And it wasn't good. It just didn't work. And mm-hmm. then, then we moved out of here into the cor- another corner. And then we moved from that corner to another corner. <laughs> and then we upgraded and we went upstairs. And we actually got into the suite, and we got the soundproof stuff on the walls sure. and everything. And then, and then now we're here. We have lighting mm-hmm. and more stuff on the walls. She, where's your light thing? Oh, My over light there. Thing. What light thing? Your big lamp thing. What lighting here. are you talking about? That thing in the corner, the light. That's just a, that's a light. It's not lighting. A light is lighting. No. Is there light in this room? Yeah. Is it provided by that light in the corner? Yeah. We have lighting. But if you're a photographer, you don't say, oh, let's turn on the ceiling light. Okay, I have lighting. No, they bring their own. Have you seen some of the pictures on the internet? Um, yes. I'm talking about professional people. Oh, fine. I took those home. Where am I going to put those here? I don't know. Over there. That's a guy's desk. (laughs) (laughs) Joel's got to make sales for us to continue to be here. Hmm. You guys need to call Joel. Call one eight hundred. No, anybody. Our listeners call one eight hundred Riptide and talk to Joel about what? Buying stuff. 
<laughs> Call him and say hello. How about that? Call 1-800-RIPTIDE. Ask for Joel. Buying stuff. You're not a good salesman. That's because I'm the network administrator. <laughs> I handle the network stuff around here. Mm. Oh, but anyhow, um, back to you. How's your week been? Finally. Finally. <laughs> enough, enough about me for now. How's your week been? Um, it's been good. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, in the Molten Front dailies, I've unlocked the Guardians. What's that mean? It means add another stage. I only have one more um, thing left before I'm pretty much done with the whole daily thing. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Um, in the meantime, I decided to jump back on Frecklebutt and level her up a little bit. Frecklebutt. She was level 15 and was kind of stuck in Thunder Bluff. All right. So I moved over to Whisperwind and did the quest in there. You transferred her? Huh? No. I moved her to Winter Spring. Oh. She's already actually on Winter Spring, just oh. horde. Oh. Uh, I did the Winter Spring quest. Those are pretty cool. Um, not super exciting, though. No? And then when I was done with that, I moved to the Blastolands, other side of the world. Yeah, way over there. Um, I've only just started that, but it's it's really cool so far. The, apparently, the Horde has taken over Dreadmont Hold in the north area, which used to be an ogre encampment. Yeah. So, of all the things that happened on the Cataclysm, they took over the ogres, and they're still... Some of them work as their slaves, and the other ones are trying to ambush the place, and you have to fight those. I guess it's going to be a process to keep finding the ogres. Um, but do you know that mine up there? Yes. Yes. I yes. got quests to go in there. That was pretty fun, because I went to, found a, um, a goblin stalking there. He gave me some quest, and then he sent me along further to this troll. And it was just the funniest quest. The troll's like, hey, you know, there are a bunch of alliance miners who are scared. And they're running around screaming, and, like, I don't know what's scaring them. I don't like surprises. I want you to go figure out what's scaring them and kill it. <laughs> okay. Isn't <laughs> that kind of weird? Yeah. So you go there, yeah, and, all, and all the miners are, like, running around with a little feared buff, and the foreman are, it's, it's it's the reassuring foreman that you have to attack. To the reassuring foreman is frightening them? No. But instead of being miners and foreman, it's terrified miners and reassuring oh, foreman. Oh, okay. And then once you get there, you fight this demon. You come back, and the guy's like, they're scared of a demon? They're in blasted lands. There's demons everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. And then you go kill their um, their leader, and you have this box that you use as a disguise. So you use the box. It's like a vehicle. Like, you're walking along, walking along, and you can, if you move your camera, you can see little feet coming out of it. Yeah, they had that before in... in uh quest line for capitalism yeah. too. But all the um, all the miners and everybody that you're passing makes comments. They either get scared like, oh, it's a box demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where's this at? This is in the mines of uh, Blasted Lands. Why does it sound so familiar to me? I don't know. Maybe they probably did something similar. Yeah. And the former like, get back to work. No, wait, you're just a box. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's funny. They just all kind of like start freaking out but nobody attacks you but they, they react and go, I don't know, it amused me. It is amusing. So I'll see how much fun the rest of Blasted Lands is. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. Let us know. So what's been up with you? Well, um, I did log into the remote auction house and claim gold. Does that count? Um, sure. That's it. it. I have been, you know me. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Okay, well. So, you know, um, I did, like a while back, and this was in the episode and it didn't make it out, but I told uh, I told Hoofit. To remind me to tell him something in 10 days. You remember that? Vaguely. I Vaguely. was really tired. Yeah, you were tired that day. So he did today. He's like, dude, yeah, I get an email from him. He's like, you told me to remind you about something to tell me in 10 days. Well, it's been 10 days. What's up? Man, I need to set him as my alarm clock. Right? 
Right? Just ask him if he can text me every morning. So I told him. I told him what's up. What's up? What's up is between him and I. Ugh. We're having a bromance. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, our, our respective companies are doing uh, work on a particular project together. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how much he'll be involved because he's like for, you know, mega Uber company. Sure. And, and we're not like mega Uber company, but you never know. Nice. So, and that's that project that I've been uh, working on like like crazy, mad, crazy hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, man. I, I, I do miss playing the WoW, but, man. I asked my boss if he needed a uh, spare aneurysm because I thought I might be able to spare one for him this week. <laughs> and I was told that I explicitly, I do not have permission to uh, for my brain to explode this week. <laughs> I have to wait until... Uh, this project is, you know, in, in full swing before I'm allowed to have any medical issues whatsoever, so right up now. to and including an aneurysm. Wow. So, yeah, I can't do that. So, and, oh, check this out. All right. Remember we talked last week about, you opened up the G13, the um, thing, the the keypad. Oh, I yeah. G13, well, I plugged it in, you know, and I'm like, ah, I hate this. Um, just the default. Really? Like, yeah. So I reprogrammed it, you okay. know, which is easy to do. It's not okay. a big deal. And so I'm kind of messing around. So I guess I did do a little more because I've, I've been like trying to work with it with like test dummies and stuff, just to try to get the feel of it. And then I thought, hey, this thing is pretty useful. And since I work in Linux every day, I found a basic driver for it. So I've been kind of extending the driver for it to do different things. It's mm-hmm. major geek points right there. Mm-hmm. But with the G13, I can uh, hit one key and have it do a lot of stuff. So my job's a little faster now. All right. Yeah. So just a lot of work, I guess, is what I've been doing. This not really good for the podcast, is it? It's like, what have you been doing in WoW? And what? In WoW? What's that? Wow. What's that? I did meet a guy this weekend, though. I met a lot of guys because of this project, right? Okay. And, um, you know, you just kind of get in the feel for, you know, what's up? Who are you? What are you into? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's, a, he's a casual WoW player. Right? Nice. Yeah. He's just like, he plays WoW like one day a week with his buddy. Nice. Yeah. He's like. He's, they hook up on WoW and Skype and kind of hang out and do their thing. and uh, That's the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. It's like something else in common with somebody. Like, you know, it's always cool. So there you go. Now it's time for email questions. You too can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shoutouts, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. So what? Uh, uh, Carlton gave us an email back. I think he's got emailed before. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. about shortcast. He says, uh, "Hi, Root and Freckleface. Uh, Carlton here again to thank you for your response and to clarify my last email. I tried to keep my last email short, which is kind of unusual these days. Uh, I left off saying that uh, with the new iMac, when we play together, my wife would be on that while I play on the laptop, so we could uh, level new tunes together. Oh, so they do have two different computers." And while uh, she was off doing other things, I would switch to the Mac for my mains. Maybe I should have asked if you had experience with trying to keep mods updated between multiple computers or if you had issues with managing mods that only are used by some and not all of your characters. After using a PC all my life, I think I've become a switcher. Wait a minute. You know what I want to do? What? Wait. Okay. After using a PC all my life, I think I've become a switcher. I have the graphics on all of the high settings, and everything is very smooth. 
It's like seeing Azeroth for the first time. I am trying. Carry the rest of my voice. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so they're trying to learn some of the different uh, differences between Macs and PCs, uh, like having to play in windowed mode uh, because the Alt-Tab doesn't work on a Mac. Otherwise, switching to other programs uh, like Vint or uh, or a web browser or anything else. He wants to input, and you can tab. You just don't, there's no Alt button on a Mac, but you can tab. You just hit the, the Mac tab thing button. Um, again, thank you for making HearthCast fun and informative. That's Colton. He's a level 85 DK of Gauntlets of Forbearance, which is uh, on the Argentan. I guess that's his battle thing, group thing, server thing. So, all right. So, he's got two computers. That's good news. And uh, he's a, I don't know if I'd use the word switcher. <laughs> it's like you're playing for the other team now, huh? <laughs> he's a buy. Yeah. You, yeah, because we bought a Mac. Oh, Oh, never mind. Sorry. Wow. I just, I'm old. Um, so, yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, I do play on my Mac sometimes, and I do play on a computer sometimes. On a, on a computer, on a PC, on a, on a Windows machine. Um, I am what I like to refer to myself as OS agnostic. I don't really care what's in front of me. Uh, whatever suits the, you know, whatever tool for the job, whatever's the best operating system for what I'm doing is what I do. Would that, that be apathetic, not agnostic? No. Agnostic means like there's no way you can know. You know, just don't rain on my parade. I own that domain name, osagnostic.com. Don't, that's, that's oh, money. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're raining all over. <laughs> I'm trying to answer this guy's question. Well, agnostic sounds more interesting. OS agnostic. Whatever. Don't read too much into it. Okay. So the issue he's got, he's got multiple computers. He plays on multiple computers. He wants to know about keeping... Um, updates across multiple computers, which are multiple operating systems. So now we have a little, you know, hitch in the get-along. Um, hopefully he's, you're using like Curse or some other uh, like WoW Matrix or something that do work on a Mac and a PC. What I do for Curse um, is I launch WoW through Curse. That way if there are any updates, the updates happen before WoW launches. So if you just kind of plan that... They come out simultaneously because of Lua. It's you know, and like I said, this was before. Unless you're using something that's a high end, possibly illegal, like a bot or something that's written for Windows or something written in a Mac uh, for a Mac rather, then you're not going to have the issue. If you're just using an add-on, then the add-ons are centric to the game. They're written in Lua, uh, a lot of XML code, so you don't have to worry about that. It's going to work cross-platform. Um, so, yeah, just get, like, the Curse Gaming Client. You don't need the Pro version. Just can get the version, the free version. You can update your stuff one at a time. That's the difference between the Pro and the free, faster updates and whatnot. But just launch it through Curse. That way your updates are uh, handled between both. Now, the other option, or the other issue you said he was having was um, some characters use some specific add-ons that other characters don't use. Maybe, like, Enchantrix. He only has one Enchanter, so they don't need... Everybody doesn't need the Enchantrix add-on or something like that. Now, you can go through each character and select what add-ons you want to load for each character. Um, I, I do that. Like, on my bank tune, all I have is Auctioneer. I don't need anything else. What do I need Deadly Boss Mobs or any other add-on for a bank alt? You need bag mods. Well, yeah, I do have bag, bag mod. Bag, yeah, that one. I got that one. 
But that's it. I mean, I don't have anything crazy on there. And all you do is you go, okay, I want to manage the lower left-hand corner, manage add-ons, click on the data. What do I want and what I don't want? The one thing I want to recommend on that is if you keep one character that still has every add-on selected, that's what I do. And I don't know if it's worth anything or not. The reason I do it is I think that if it knows that at least somebody's using something, it'll get updated. But I, I know because updates happen outside the game. Anyhow, I know this. Thank you very much. But um, I still do that. Just, I don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's all right. It's all right. We all got our things. So I'm glad that uh, that you and your wife do have multiple computers. That that helps out a lot. Um, it's nice that you let her play on the apparently better computer. You score points that way. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that quest has a reward at the end of it too. <laughs> you see what I did there? Uh, Ding, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just want to come home one day and have, why is there an exclamation point above? Oh, <laughs> never mind. Hey, we got another email here from Ozzy, and he's got some pointers for, uh, for the Mac for us. Rarcast. Yeah, from Rarcast. And uh, what he's basically saying, he's got a couple pointers for people who use the Mac. Uh, he's been uh, playing on a Mac since about, um, I guess, 2010. Uh, he says, playing WoW on an iMac is great. He has a 2010 model and runs almost everything cranked up all the way. Playing WoW with a magic mouse is almost impossible, and I totally agree. He says, get a cheap Bluetooth... What's a magic mouse? A magic mouse is a device that Apple makes that is a mouse, obviously, and it is completely smooth. Is it magic? No, it's just completely smooth. So if you know, like on your mouse, it's got that little button like carved out of it, like a little L on the top left and in the middle, and then on the right. You can see your buttons on your mouse, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're the physically detached from the top of your mouse. You okay. get like gunking and everything. Okay, well, the Magic Mouse does not have that. It's completely smooth. How do you know where the buttons are? That's why it's magic. So oh. you can still left-click and double-click and all that. It's just very sensitive to the touch, see? Oh. And, however, you lose that physical connection. That's why you need to have that button on a mouse. Oh. And you want those that tactile response. You kind of really need that when you're you know doing well. Because you're not sitting there looking at your mouse. And... You can kind of lose that on a magic mouse. And, you know, I don't even use a magic mouse on a daily basis. I'm a trackball guy. So, there you go. I mean, that's, I don't even use less of a mouse because my mouse don't move because it's a trackball. Um, by default, this is more more stuff from Ozzy here. By default, the keyboard doesn't activate the function keys. Hitting F12 on your keyboard uh, that comes with a Mac will increase the volume, not open your bags. I found a free program called Paula that learns when you need the function keys and when you need the Mac functions. Uh, so when I open up WoW, Paula knows how to switch the function mode, and uh, it goes back to normal when he exits WoW. Seamless, lightweight, and apparently Paula is very handy. And she makes a mean apple pie. <laughs> Let me tell Sorry, you. Sorry, I was never snickering at that name. At what, Paula? What Paula? Not the name itself, but just... I've never heard of an add-on just called Paula. It's not an add-on. It's an actual whatever, program for whatever. the Mac. It's like naming a program Bob. You know what? Microsoft did have a program named Bob. You know what? It's like naming a program Steve. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there was Microsoft work. Bob, and Microsoft Bob was actually an operating system they tried to. You ever heard of it? No. There's a good reason why. <laughs> it, it was horrible. Hmm. This next email is from some dude, but not just some dude. I mean, it's just, some dude. Not just some dude. Well, that's it. He's from some dude, not some dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. It says, howdy, Rick. 
How do <laughs> does he really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, how are you? So, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Howdy, Root and Freckleface. Hey, what's up? This email is geared at Root, but Uh-oh. Freckleface, you're more than welcome to tell us any thoughts. I just listened to a little short cast you put out and felt the need to waste some time at work with an email to you. There's no such thing as wasted time when you're emailing Hearthcast. That's true. Let me first say this is more for discussion than defending. I'm not a big fan of the idea of real money being used in Auction House for a while. But let me ask you, why are you so opposed? This doesn't have to be read on the podcast. Oh, yes, it does. That's your... I think you love it when people say, don't read this email on the podcast, because what happens? You want... I mean, that just makes it at the top of the list. Yes. I'm curious about your thoughts. I'll also say that my friends don't care to bring up controversial topics around me, because even if I believe the same as them, I will often try to argue the other side just to bring a new perspective. I guess this is the taste of that. All right, she's going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate. Yes. I like it. Bring it. Or troll. We like to say, there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. If you can't defend your position, then yeah, you're trolling. If you're just saying something for nothing, then you're trolling. But if he actually defends his position, then he plays devil's advocate. It's quite nice. You talked about the real money auction house giving players an advantage, but as the goblins say, time is money. So why shouldn't someone with more money be able to compete with somebody that has more time? What would it matter if someone who could come into WoW and buy the 365 weapons from the Molten Front Dailies or the Fireland Drops um, with real-life money from a Blizzard-sponsored means rather than trade channel spam sites made the same game? If you are a hardcore raider and trying for the world or even server first, then I can understand the opposition, but you hardly even raid, if at all. So what is the difference for you, Root, where someone gets their gear? Blizzard has directly said they will not be selling things on the Diablo 3 auction house, and it will only be players that can list auctions. So they would be more or less making what already happens in WoW legit. But even if you take that part out, the real-life auctions would just provide a little real money for those willing to risk losing the real money on the items listing fees. You're still going to have people that only list for gold, and this might cut down on the stealing of credit cards for those dumb enough to go buy gold from a trade chat spam. I also don't see much difference between selling gear or gold for real money and mounts for real money. When someone spends 40000 on the Vial of Sands, a few thousand for a hard mode mount run, a few hundred on the epic flying mount, or under a hundred for the basic flying mount, they are spending a gold that took time to earn and having to do it across all of their tunes. Someone else that goes and spends the $25 in the cash money mount get, then gets that across all their tunes and thus gets a real world advantage over someone that can't spend the money. The person that bought the mount could be saving thousands of gold if they have enough tunes, and if they're not as savvy on the auction house as some of us, then they have saved the time it would take to earn that gold. Some of the mounts they sell in the Blizzard store are designed okay. Um, I don't really care for the Spectral Horse. And if I want to get a decent looking mount with gold for just one of my tunes in the game, then I have to do hours then I have to spend hours doing hard modes and raids, getting thousands of gold or doing tons of dailies. So, someone pays real money for the mount and is able to start doing things to gear up for raid. Someone else has to spend days grinding dailies or getting gold so that they can mount and have to do it in each of their tunes. Thus, the person buying the Blizzard store mount is getting a huge in-game time advantage over those that don't. With that argument, the only difference I can see between buying a mount from the Blizzard store and buying gear in real life money auction house is the money goes directly to Blizzard 
or through Blizzard to the player respectively. I guess the argument that I'm making is that real-life money auction house is no different than selling mounts in the Blizzard store for real-life money. Both sell items that you can get in-game and just save the buyer time by spending real money rather than time to earn gold. Why is one form of revenue different to you than the other? On a side note, the mounts put money right into the pockets of this company that currently makes over $100 million a month in revenue through only subscriptions. The auction house would put money in the pockets of people willing to do the work. It should also be noted that they said to buy anything with real-life currency, you would have to load money onto a third PayPal-like account, and any money won in the auction would go to that account. So some kid is, isn't going to just run up his car- parents' card by accident. Um, sorry for the wall of text, but I'm really curious to see or hear justification of the difference to you, as your view is very similar to what I've heard from many po- other podcasts I listen to. Take it easy, and I hope you read this with an open mind and not prejudice against the idea of real-life money auction house option. All right. Well, very good, well-constructed thoughts, which I appreciate. You know, it wasn't like a crazy rant. And, however, the one point that, I'm, that I will make a stipulation is, is that a mount that you buy from the auction, that from uh, the Blizzard store does not give you any advantage in the game. You're not buying a specific speed mount. The mounts you buy through uh, the Blizzard store go at the fastest speed that you are trained to. So there's no advantage there. Um, I can go buy a 20 gold mount and mount, or I can go buy a $25 celestial steed mount or $10, whatever it was, and buy that. Um, there's no advantage for that in gameplay. So maybe that's the distinction I need to make here is what I'm talking about is a, a gameplay advantage. I do not raid too much. No, that's true. Um, I don't do a lot of PvP. Very true. But when I do... Uh, go into a raid, I have the exact chance on rolling on a drop that anybody else in that raid has. And it brings up a good point about uh, the amount of time you spend in the game. About the goblin saying time is money and everything else. But time is not money. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Um, when you really look at it, time is energy. But that's a whole other metaphysical discussion. Um Here's the thing. No, you, he's right in the that you are rewarded for the amount of time you put in the game. And Blizzard has tried and is succeeding to change and even out that, that playing field. Uh, case in point, you can now do uh, your um, the lockouts, the heroics and stuff. You know, it used to be you could do a certain amount a week. Now you can get them, you know, like one a day or whatever it was. Remember right. that? Right. And now it's seven a week. Right. And you get that seven. Because they understand that not everybody has that time to put across an entire week, but they may have a chunk of time they can devote to the game at, a, at on one day. Yet still, the the fishing title requires you to win the tournament, which is only on, on Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Right. Um. So that whole, I mean, again, that time is money. No, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'll disagree at that point uh, because Blizzard is trying to eliminate the time grind factor and make those make those chances available evened out for everybody um, so you and I on a heroic dungeon have on a one week have the exact amount of chance if you do your seven dungeons and I do my seven we have the exact amount of probability based on what drops to get said item 
So let's say you and I both had the same class. You, you, Freckleface, and I were the same class character. You and I were both, let's say, um, a warrior. Because neither of us are warriors. So we both have a warrior. And we are, we're level 85. And we are now going to, we're going for this, I don't know, this weapon. Um, that drops in Dungeon X. And you come on and you your schedule en- en- enables you to come on and run Dungeon X seven times a week, one night, one, you know, w- one run per night. So every night you get on and you run said dungeon, Dungeon X. And let's say the fifth night of the week that item drops, you roll, you win. Woohoo. And then let's say one night a week, I've got enough time uh, set aside to run Dungeon X seven times. And on the fifth time I run that dungeon, the item drops and I win. That means you and I had exactly the same probability for that item to drop. Because we now have the same amount of chance and the same amount of time that we're putting into that particular you know grind that we want to do to get that item. That's my point. My point is... If I look at the game and I go, you know what, um, geez, I really don't have the time to go get that item. Uh, how much is it? Hundred bucks? Oh, well, that particular sword is five hundred bucks. Fireface, you got five hundred bucks? No. Right. It's a cool sword, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'll do. That'll like totally quintuple your DPS. Sword of a thousand truths. Yeah, sword of a thousand truths. I got five hundred bucks. I'm gonna go buy the sword. Now I pwn you or whatever, and I don't that that amount of chance. the The chance factor is now removed. the 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 fact that I have to actually uh, spend my time in the game, and I'm not trying to. It sounds weird now. I'm saying time because I'm not. I'm not trying to to dilute the uh, the time argument. But that amount of time that I would have had to you know, spend in the game to get the chance to roll on, you know, the sword of a thousand truths. I just paid 500 bucks for cash and got the sword. So in my opinion, that cheapens that item. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I've been told by, you know, several players who like, for instance, on Zyger again, I only have my paid mounts. I've never gone and gotten a mount. Mm-hmm. Flying or otherwise, I did not have the need. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm a uh, worgen, so I get the I get the run anyhow. It's a racial, so I didn't have to go buy a, huh. I didn't have to buy a mount. And that one you even learn automatically. You don't even have to get trained on it. At least, right. just, at least the first just, one. You go. <laughs> yeah. And then when it came time to flame out, oh, I got two. I have the celestial steed, and I got the the the, the, the winged guardian. Yeah, the guardian. Well, I was on a boat. And this probably happened about a month ago. And you know, I'm sitting on a boat, and a guy goes. Nice mount. I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. And he goes, what, you got a portion of driveway, too? <laughs> and I was like, no, I got a Honda with 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which, by the way, in 20 miles, I will have a Honda with 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> so I'll take a picture, put it on Facebook. You'll All see. right, fair enough. I'll be on the way home tonight. Awesome. <laughs> no, but, you know, that's my point is, you know, this guy was relatively offended that, or I don't know if he was offended or not, but he did not like the fact that I had a mount that I paid for. You know, maybe a little jealousy factor there. Sure. I don't know. But, you know, my deal is, did I need to go get another mount? No. And now this kind of plays into what some dude was saying. Did I gain time 
by not having to go purchase a mount in-game because I already had a mount that I had purchased from the Blizzard store. So is that an advantage? Eh, I don't think so. I can see kind of where he's coming from, but it's not an advantage because physically I do not have it. Well, it's a virtual game, but I don't gain an advantage by having a paid mount in the game. It's not going to do anything for me. I'm not going to get from point A to point B any faster than I would with a mount that I purchased. Whereas if I have a you know, the Truth of a Thousand Swords that I paid 500 bucks for, now I can down bosses faster and blah, 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 blah. So. Sure. So that's my point. My point is that if you are allowed to pay for something in the game, it cheapens that item in the game. So I, you know, I really hope you don't do it because I still stand by my point. That'll be the day I cancel my account. I don't think I'd go to the extreme and cancel it. I would, I would have to see how it played out. My issue is, you know, when you look at time, um, like let's say, you know, you you play with people at work, right? Yes. Like Let's, World of Warcraft with people that work. I would like you to uh, quantify that statement, please. <laughs> qualify. I'm sorry. I'd like you to qualify that statement, please. I play World of Warcraft with okay, people. Okay, so work. let's say you got a CEO and the guy's assistant. All right. And they're playing a while together. True that. How much more earning power do you think the CEO has than the assistant? I'll go under the limb and I'll say 10 times. Okay. So. Outside of the game, the CEO's time is 10 times more valuable than the assistant. Okay, yes. Right? Yes. But when you're playing WoW, you don't want to be have the same factors. You want to be in game. Right. You don't want the guy who, like like the guy I don't know who said, you don't want the guy with the Porsche and all this stuff to also be able to pony in WoW because he makes more money. Right. You know, that's yeah. just my thoughts. Now, to bring up another point, that kind of, in a way, see this. I don't think it's played too much in his in, into what he was saying. However, let's say you have somebody who we'll take our CEO guy in the assistant. CEO makes ten times the amount of money the assistant makes, right? Yeah. Who has the better computer? The the CEO. So therefore, does that give them an advantage? No lag. No. Well. Better graphics card, processor, memory. Graphics doesn't give me advantages of the game. I might have enjoyed better, but the only thing that it would... Better internet connection. I mean, unless you're DPSing and your DPS is suffering because of your computer performance, but really your DPS is more skill-based than... Okay. Yeah. Plus now, to play Devil's Advocate myself, Blizzard has implemented... The, uh, the time adjustment, lag adjustment period in the game where you can actually oh. do offsets in the game. And that's what I, you know, I'm kind of saying all that. I kind of did, you know, go around the corner on that one. Uh, because what I'm trying to say is Blizzard does attempt to equate or at least make uh, things a little more um, fair uh, to try to take those, those quote-unquote advantages and try to equalize those advantages. If your computer is faster or slower, you can do some time offsets on it, you know, on your lag offsets. If you can't play, you know, two hours every night, but you can play all uh, entire day on Saturday or something, or you can play uh, three hours one night and two hours another night. If you can get your, you know, your dungeon X in, then Blizzard will let you do that over the week. Now, I think that, I think that was a significant change when Blizzard did that. 
because I have spent the time, uh, this was back in when, when they first implemented it, spent the time and done, you know, the heroics multiple times a day, not, not seven. I think it did three. I think it shows that they're progressing too, because really when there's not much content, they kind of force you to repeat what you're doing. Right. Right. So the fact they're being more flexible with that. Yeah. At least you don't have to do it like, you know, like every night. Gotta go run ICC or whatever. It's not that anymore. That's like old school. That's a raid. I know. Gotta go run a... Dungeon X. Let's just stick with Dungeon X. Grimbatol. Oh. (sighs) Can I get a raise yet? How about a weapon? (laughs) Give me a weapon. Have you seen those guys yet? I have. <laughs> I'd laugh now. Because I like came out there because I'm up there a lot now. And I, I, I look at them and I go, go ahead, fall, fall, You see them spawn they kind of walk fall. around. <laughs> Tell me ass. Oh, me. <laughs> 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 uh. Leave it in the show. So, yeah, these guys are like, yeah, they crack me up. They, they fall over. And then you heal one and he runs off. You're like, what? Where are you going? And then another guy spawns right where he was. You're like, oh, you're back. And he looks at you and goes. <sighs> falls down. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. My point, just to, just to you know, bring it all back over to some dude, is that, um, yeah, it, it goes down to Blizzard is making all, everything else con- they can control. They control the time element by making it relatively even for everybody to get the same amount of chance per item. But when you are able to actually physically pay for an item, regardless of what that item is in a game, when you're able to physically pay for that item, it cheapens the whole game for everybody. Because now that that element of chance is gone. I will tell you right now, though, the one thing that would keep me in the game. What's that? If I got the Sword of Truth and I could put it on the auction house and get 500 bucks cash, you, baby, I'm in. Okay, so maybe you're not totally against the whole thing. Because I think that's what he's saying. I'd just give myself an out right there. That way, when it, that way, if Blizzard does implement it, I don't, have, don't to have to go. Yeah, I don't have to just like get up and quit. Um, it, you know, I hope they don't. I honestly hope they don't. Because I do think that it just it cheapens everything. And it does give people, if you get a weapon like that, it does give you an unfair advantage. Think of the PvP aspects. Now, they, you know, Blizzard may be thinking all this stuff through. They may, you know, may, this is an item you can sell for money. This is an item you cannot sell for money. I haven't, you know, gone back and read what they're going to do with it. Most of the top items in the game, you can't get them on the auction house. Yeah, they're buying on pickup. Buying on pickup. Yeah. So, it'd probably be the same thing. Like, the only thing that you could buy with money are the things that aren't, that you could buy with gold. See, I still don't like that though, yeah. what, because now even let's all right, let's you know follow that one through a little bit. Um, I'm a jewel crafter. Mm-hmm. Can I go buy my mats and then cut my jewels and then go sell my um, crafted or whatever they call it? You know, I cut it and get an epic gem. Or I don't know. I'm not a jewel crafter. Yeah, but whatever they do, they transmute. They do this. They do their obsidian shuffle. Whatever the heck they that those jewel crafters do. We don't even know. Yeah, can I go and I, as a jewel crafter buy my mats? Go. How much are those mats? They're fifty bucks. Okay, here's my ching. Fifty bucks. Okay, now I get ching. I do my stuff. Here's my end result product. How much does this end result product go for? One hundred and twenty bucks. Okay, I just made seventy bucks in the auction house cash. Is that possible? I think so. I'm gonna be a jewel crafter. That's all I'm saying right there. <laughs> I'm it. If that's a deal, I you know, Root might be persuaded to stay and make some cash on the auction house. Yeah. But then you just have the risk 
Of what? Of doing the opposite, making a bad investment in the auction house and losing money. Go back to Fat Wallet. I'd be living in Maui right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because he, the ninety over ninety percent of what he did was materials, right? Buying and reselling materials, low, you know. Now, now I, I mean, I'm starting to wonder about this now. What is the deal? Because if there's like, if I have fifty bucks in my little, you know, my Wow Play money account thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I see something on the auction house for like forty bucks, or even if it's fifty bucks. And I deplete my account and I relist. I tend to it and I make money. And I'm just relisting and making cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I huh. might have to rethink that based on what they, yeah. Based All on right. Based on what they, you know, some dude, he made a, made, a, made a point. He did make a point. He did make a point. I think I would re- rethink my position on an on automatic leaving the game based on what they make available for Real world, real world cash, All right. money, and uh, down that little point about him uh, complaining about the making hundred thousand dollars, whatever. You know, that's nice. They got a great product. They got people to feed. They got bills to pay. I, I just, I really don't like that when people go, oh, Blizzard makes ten thousand a million dollar, whatever they're making. Yeah, mm-hmm. great for them. They got bills to pay too. That's true. And the more money they make, guess what? The more taxes they got to pay. They should be paying. They probably got corporate lawyers and crap in place to prevent them from doing that. But the bigger this thing gets, the bigger it's going to be to maintain. That means more money. That means and more I, resources. I will say, so. I mean, I I think they do an excellent job of maintaining the game. Absolutely. And look, if I'm a, if I'm a programmer and I'm sitting around and I go, "Hey, boss, um, I just did this one little thing, and I think it's pretty cool. And if we sold it for five bucks, you could put like you know an extra hundred thousand dollars into the company every month." I think that'd be a pretty good idea. And I think I would implement that idea. Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. All right, I gotta know. What is one of those people? What do you mean? What are you talking about? One of those people that make the internet terrible. What? You broke the interwebs? I... Spewed my rage <laughs> on strangers on the internet. You spewed your rage on strangers yes, on the internet. Lots of rage. A lot of rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So remember, I hinted about this during the short cast about there being drama in. Drama, yes. Tolbrad. Drama. Or I should say Baird and Hull. Baird and Hull drama. That's the rage. Okay. Drama. Now, you only get to do each boss once a week. It's, it used to be you could do the 10-player and 25-player version. Now you can only do one. One a week? Yes. All right. So the group makeup is very important because let's say you go in. Get your eyeshadow shot wrong. It just screws everything up. That's Ooh, bad. You made a face. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm in trouble. <laughs> that was like the really bad joke face. Yeah, that was. That was. I'm sorry. Okay, let's say you were going into... Um, a group of 25, and there's five warlocks. That's not a good group. It's not a good group, no. no. I mean, in the difference between 10 and... we wouldn't have a mage to make fun of. Well, but what happens when gear drops? And it's a warlock piece, and then you have to roll four with four of the warlocks. I arm wrestle them. It's not... 
<laughs> no, I, get, I know exactly what you you're get saying. It. Yeah. You have competition. Right. So you want to make sure you, you have, have a good balance con- in the group. Yes, right. you have to be considerate. So the week before, um, I had a chance to go into a 25-man um, group for Barrett and Hold, and they already, ha- already had a paladin healer. And I kind of backed out, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait because there will be plenty of opportunities you know, to go again when there's not another paladin healer. Okay, So I'm it. just going to hold off. Got it. It just didn't happen. So the next ca- next week came around. I joined a group and decided just to go with it, you know, just to get it over with. And I had kind of a gut feeling like there was two characters that kind of recognized their names and kind of thought, well, I can't remember if these guys were uh, jerks or not. I, I make d- notes, by the way. You have to add them to your friends list. No, to do I write them down. You write them down. Yeah, I, have a, I had a, a piece of a pad. Well, it was nothing that I, I don't think had done anything serious before. Don't want to end up in Roots Notebook. No, no, I guess not. No. But I was kind of you know, vaguely thinking, oh, I don't know about this group. And then they, they said some, it calls somebody um, an illiterate Negro. What? <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. And I should have left then. Yeah. I should have. no call for that. I would have called a GM guy. Pull these chat locks. Yeah. I should have, but I didn't. Um, I decided just to go with it. And, you know, we had a few healers. I was... Um, the only, there's a couple of paladins in the group, so I'm a paladin healer. Okay. So it's gloves dropped, immolation gloves, immolation gloves, so they're plate gloves, perfect for a healer. Um, I rolled for it. The other paladin who had been DPSing rolled for it and won and got the item. So, I feel like that wasn't fair because he wasn't healing, but they're healing gloves. It could have been Dull's back. Well... Well, this is where the rage comes from, because right. rage, rage, rage. from my perspective, for every every raid that I've been in, it's main spec first, off spec second. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Right, right. It's so in other words, you let the heroes roll off, no, no, the heroes want it, they can't take it, then you let the off spec roll. Right. So, we got in this thing, and the paladin who won it was not on. So, I started, so I run like a nasty mail, and then I started messaging the... Guild master. Oh, that guy's guild? Yes. Like, you wasted my time. Well, not the guild master, the raid leader, okay, whatever. Okay, raid leader, okay. Like, you know, you, I can't believe you did that. You wasted my time, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I kept on messaging him until his guildies started messaging me, like, hey, leave the guy alone, blah, blah, blah. They started picking on me, so I was, like, firing back at all of them, and then... You took on the world! <laughs> one of them was even like, <laughs> you, need to stop, you need to stop harassing my guildmates. I'm, I'm giving you a warning. Oh, it's like a really big talk on the inter- on the interwebs. Yeah. And they gave me a second warning. I was like, "What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do?" Oh <laughs> I man! Let up. Bring it! Bring it on! And ended up putting in a ticket because I felt like they didn't my item right. What? Really? Yeah, really. I didn't work. <laughs> you like you? W- w- tell me about this ticket. What you? I. S- I said that. Did you did you literally use the word they ninjed my item? That's yes. I, you really? Yes, really. Really. Really? Do you want to know the response I got back to that? Tough luck. <laughs> Pretty much. It was, they're claiming that there is no way to ninja an item in WoW. Who was claiming that? The GM. That is the official response that I the, got. The, so Blizzard says there's no way to ninja an item. Blizzard says there's no way to roll on an item that you were ineligible for. Therefore, ninjaing is impossible. They're like, if 
if the right. looting rules goes against social custom, then that's something that you have to take up with yeah. players themselves. All right, so what they're saying is their definition of ninjaing is not what the common player's definition of ninjaing is. Right. Because my definition of ninjaing is people who everybody else rolls greed and the last person waits and then rolls need, thereby getting the item and, and eliminating anybody else's chance on getting said item. Right. Right? Yeah. Regardless, I mean, if you and I are the only plate wearers in a, in a thing and you roll greed and I roll need without proper discussion ahead of time, I just ninja it from you. True or not? Sure. So Blizzard, their definition of it seems more like they're saying there's no way to ninja an item because you both have the same chance yeah, to roll Yeah, they are on. saying our loot rules are fair. Yeah. If there are other agreed upon loot rules besides need what we've already established, greed, greed need, whatever. then yeah. you need to... It's a social issue. It's a social issue. And we don't get involved with that. We don't get involved with that. It's like the, they're like the police. We don't get involved in domestic issues. <laughs> have to solve that for yourself. Or someone's going to jail. If you hit her, that is different. But if you're just yelling, there's nothing we can do. I don't know why our police in Orlando sound like that, but they all do. All is that what goes them. down at Ruth's house? <laughs> oh, no. no. Your neighbors? No. What are you talking about then? I watch cops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often. Wait, they have Orlando cops? Every so often you see Orlando PD on oh. cops. Yeah, yeah. You know what favorite cop show is? Um, I'm going to guess. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know the name of it. The one in Las Vegas and the guy who wears the short shorts. And the <laughs> yeah. We know that I know not. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think of the dumbest, cheesiest, most offensive, <laughs> foul thing that your parents would go. <gasps> about and then that was what you would love because you're still a rebel <laughs> it's funny how they they put in the beeps and it makes it funnier than when it's uncensored all right so you're you, uh, you got you got all pissy you didn't get what you wanted you complained to Blizzard. they said tough luck and then well did you open up something on the forums no i didn't did you did, did you create a whole website did you start an email campaign no i didn't but see here's the thing my rage it came very quickly, and I just speeded everything. I put in the ticket, and I started harassing everybody. And that happened in about a you know, few minutes' time. And then I just kind of shut it down, ate some pizza, came back in. I logged on to Freckleface. I was going to do some archaeology to calm me down. I realized it was boring. I didn't want to even start that. So then I went back into um, my paladin with just the intention to cancel the ticket. And I was going to just go in and find everybody and just put them on ignore and just, you know, move on from the thing. And then I already had a response to it. But I was just kind of thinking like, how is it that me of all people, like in real life, when somebody pisses me off, when they say something rude or stupid, the worst thing I do is just kind of stare at them without saying, without saying anything. You've done that to me a couple of times. <laughs> Sometimes at a loss of word, but like usually that's the sternest thing I will do, is just kind of make some kind of feel stupid because I'm not reacting to what they're doing. So do you think that your anonymity uh, caused you to be a little more? I um, think so. Aggressive? I think so because I'm not I'm not aggressive at all in real life. I'm the opposite of aggressive. But some for some reason this thing with the loot just made me snap. And then I went after people, and then I said a lot of really mature things. I said a lot of vulgar things. 
And I don't know who's behind the screen. It might have been harassing some nine-year-old. I don't know. So I don't know. What do you think? Have you ever spewed rage in the game? I don't think so. You ever spewed rage on the internet? No. Never? No. Oh. We used to mess with this one guy from Romania. Does that count? Called him a rotard. Does it? Did you know? Well, the Romanian country code is .ro. Or internet. Like we're like .us, you know? United States, .us. Yeah, .ro is Romania. Okay. So we call him rotard. (laughs) The guy was a jerk. (laughs) His name was Varden. He's still a jerk. (laughs) That was about it, though. I used to kick bad him out of my RSC channel. Did you? RC. I said that like totally country. IRC. <laughs> RC. RC. <laughs> like I'm like, I need an RC cola and a moon pie. That's dinner. RC cola. Wow, I haven't had that in years. And a moon pie. You ever had RC cola and a moon pie? Yeah. See, because you're from Alabama. I know. <laughs> can't get moon pies here in Florida. You can get them. You can't get them at 7 Eleven. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You stop at 7 Eleven. Only if you go to the ghetto ones. Right. Maybe I go to ghetto 7 Eleven. <laughs> you do. Apparently, I do. <laughs> But I haven't had them, but I've seen them there. Banana or chocolate? Oh, chocolate. Yeah, uh, the, chocolate whoever, whoever came up with the banana, the banana they, no, moonshot. slap them. Yeah. yeah, moonshot them. They go, go away. <laughs> no, that is... Oh. No, no, no banana moon pies. No, no, bad idea. How about oatmeal cream pies? A what? Oatmeal cream pies. Oh, God. Oh, with a necktie, tall glass of milk? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, all right. And you got to eat the edges around and then eat the center. So you get a nice mouthful of cream. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Leave it in the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw myself over that dinner. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I think, oh, we should, I think we should move on now. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I gotta ask you a question. Okay, now, on ask the, on this a question. Whole thing, you know. Okay. It, what kind of pizza was it? Um, Red Baron. It kind of sucked. So did that kind of help you calm down? Yeah. Or just, I think was it time hungry. away from the game? It was both. Because I took it. Did you eat the pizza in front of the computer? Yeah. Okay, so you weren't really away from the game. But your I mind was kind of distracted minute. a little bit. I stepped away from it. Do you think your being angry and your lashing out um, affected the quality of the pizza? May, well, it's kind of sucky pizza to begin with. Red Baron's not that bad. It's low. It's the lowest on my totem pole. Better than CeCe's? No. CeCe's is better. Wow. Do you add anything to your pizzas when you frozen pizzas when you when you get them? Do you add anything to them before you put them? No, I don't. Add some spices or some extra pepperoni. No, I don't. We always have to get plain cheese. Canface doesn't like any. It's too greasy. Though, All right. Well, no, pizza. no, no. I get it. I get it. So yeah. why why not then mm-hmm. get some salami slices and add some salami slices to your... I don't have salami in my house. Well, all right. I don't I don't have anything in my house that would be appropriate to put on pizza. You should change that. I don't that. keep a lot what of meat. What about ham? Do you have ham, lunch meat? Ham. I have bologna. No, no, that's like that's like banana moon pie and bologna and a pizza. Okay, yeah, same category. There. You know, what? <laughs> uh, olives, banana peppers. No, no, no. Why not get a smaller pizza for yourself then? What are you talking about? Because I buy the okay. Look, I just you get the little individual sized pizzas. Like, well, what we do is I have groceries. Yeah. And then I have backup dinner. 
back of dinner. dinner. Back okay. of dinner is back frozen dinner. pizza. All right, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I mean, have to. If I'm just gonna eat myself, right. I'm not gonna eat pizza. No. I'm gonna eat something else. Right, like broccoli. No. <laughs> that was funny. No. All right, so or, not yet. Or like cereal or something. Or popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. popcorn. Pop- no, popcorn's a snack. It's not a oh, food. I'm sorry. Isn't that a meal? Yeah, it's not a meal. Right. <laughs> it's all food. All right, well, so where are you at with this? Where are you at with this? Where, where's your mindset now? With, with this, this whole, whole situation? Yeah. When you go back now and you look back. When I go it, back now, I think there's people that show so much hostility when they're playing the game. I think I'm a little bit more sympathetic because of the fact that I have snapped and I have been hostile like that to other people. I can see it, it's less of, maybe they're a terrible person, or maybe they're just having a ba- bad day, maybe they're just lashing out. Or just a bad moment in a while. Right, or just a bad moment in a while. Now, when the people were telling you to ease up and back off, mm-hmm. were you feeling more like threatened up against the wall in the corner, and you felt the need to lash out even further at them? A bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you insult their class? <laughs> no, I did not. Their, their, their in-game race? No. There were personal choices for a, car- a character name? No, but the guy who did got the braces, he did whisper me and tell me he was very happy with them, and I told him he needs to go show his mom and maybe... Shut his mom? Show his mom. Oh, show his mom. I told him that his, I'm sure his mom would be very proud of him. Oh. <laughs> That's the worst thing you said? <laughs> no, it's not the worst oh, thing okay, I said. Okay. Just one of the more immature... It is kind of immature. Well, go and show your mom. Show me really mad. You mean mad. Yeah. So you pretty much were monosyllabic the entire time, weren't you? No, I no, was not. You used big words? I, I, I used big... No. <laughs> <laughs> no big words? No real words. No real no real words? No, or no, you know, stuff like jerk face or... Oh. Uh, scum bucket. Scum bucket. Mm-hmm. Dillweed. That's a good spice. That's good on pizza, too. A little bit of dough on the pizza. That's good. So do you want to issue like a public apology or anything? No. No? You want your dang bracers? Whatever they want. Yeah. I want, want your dang gloves? I want my gloves. You want your dang gloves? <laughs> if you had money, you could buy them. I know. You'd be like, hey, you might have rolled. <laughs> I just bought mine. <laughs> they were 25 bucks. I got them. Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare, into the corner of carnage. Old World Treasure Chest. Blizzard has recently changed up Azeroth, Outlands, and Northern Treasure Chest, and, in my opinion, for the better. The spawn rate seems to be a bit lower than it used to be, however, the drops have definitely improved. In Azeroth Treasure Chest, you now have a very high chance of looting a rare blue item that is usually highly sought after by twinks. Good blues, not that junk that used to drop. I have frequently sold these rare items for 250 gold to 500 gold each. And the Outlands and Northern Chest can be just as bountiful. You can use this little gold farming secret while doing other tasks such as farming ores or herbs or while out looking for rares. The chests also give XP, 
Gather is an excellent add-on to have to locate the chest, or you can always visit Wowhead Thoughtbot for maps and with locations. Now, these are all the chests you can get out there. You can look for these right here. Ready? Here's the list. Sturdy treasure chest. Silverbound treasure chest. Silken treasure chest. Dark iron treasure chest. Maplewood treasure chest. And the rune stone treasure chest. You're listening to HearthCast. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You better be ready. You'd better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Hi everybody, it's Demonic Rick here. This week, and for the next few weeks, I will be giving some helpful add-ons that will help you with communication between your raid, party, or whatever you're grouped up with. So, for this don't week... Don't you just hate it when Don't you just hate it when you get you? interrupted by other people when you're trying to tell something to them? Ugh, I know I do. <sighs> Believe the nerve of the guy. So, well, in the world of Warcraft, interrupting is a great thing. The add-on, I interrupted that, allows you to communicate with the rest of the party uh, that you've interrupted a channeled spell or cast time that may potentially wipe a group. Now, with one of the most recent patches, you should have no excuse to be able to interrupt any spell um, because no interrupt will ever miss, even a healer's um, interrupt or a tank's. Or, you know, that one DPS that never decided to make themselves hit-capped. So this add-on can be downloaded from Curse.com, and when you get it installed, you can say, Ooh, 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 look at me! I interrupted that! So if you like this segment, make sure to let Root and Freckleface know on the HearthCast Facebook page or writing in. You can also comment for with any add-ons or suggestions for my segment. And you can also check out my YouTube at Ricardo Harlow. Um, if you do not have the Google+, Plus, make sure you can comment on my own YouTube channel and I can make sure to send one out to you. This is your very own blind gnomish warlock signing off. Cool stuff there from our buddy Demonic Rick. Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. So anyhow, we got a winner. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Winner from our July. That was like the really quick that's like the quickest bumper for Zyger guys we've ever done. Right there. So um yeah, we like we like Zyger guides, love them. I think I might have relied on them a lot. I'm, I already want to go out and buy the next guide. <laughs> I want to I want to get the dailies guide because <laughs> I don't know. I just love them so much. I just really do. So uh, you in uh, last month, um, the deal was that um, uh, people sent in questions for us for Freckleface for the hot seat, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And out of those questions, you were going to pick the uh, the best one you thought it was. The best person who sent in a question, and you told me earlier that you actually have picked somebody. I have. Dread Samurai. Yeah, I like the guy. He has a lot of good questions too. You have to say his name all dramatically. Oh, he did ask good questions. So this month, um, goodness gracious, mercy me. 
uh, for your <laughs> chance to win the uh, your own very own copy of Zyger Guides from Zyger Guides. Yeah, what do you want people to do? I want naked pictures <sighs> of their characters. <laughs> oh, Whoa. what were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? What? I think I think you think naked pictures. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, maybe RoboCop, but. Uh, <laughs> you seen Hoof of Terror? He's never, are... he's never gonna listen to the show now. <laughs> uh, Suckers of her ass over here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it at work. Get up on the podcast. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, naked pictures. And we'll, we'll let the we'll let Tamara Greg be the judge. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's never gonna talk to me again in the game. <laughs> It'd be like, hey, Robocop, the modern great said you look real good. No, let's do that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is that it, really? Yes, that's it. N- not, but not, not real naked pictures. No, no not character. Like, like take take your take your character down to the skivvies, and like buy a boss would be really cool. You can't Photoshop that. You got to be like buy a boss in a dungeon and like woo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll send them over to Rick, and Rick can be the judge, and Rick is going to pick next month's winner. That's right. We haven't even discussed this with him. No, we haven't. We're just going to surprise he's gonna him. Sur- and he's probably going to go, I'm not going to do it. And he'll interrupt himself. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. It'll be arguing all over the place. Awesome. <laughs> Dread Samurai, congratulations for one. And thank you did. He really did send in some good stuff. I he mean, did. Yeah, he did know. this. I, I, I made joke and stuff about, yeah, he did send in a lot of really good stuff. So I'm glad you picked him because there were some good questions on there. Um, that he sent in. So that's that's really, really cool. But check it out. You're in the hot seat. Oh, I wasn't sure if we are going to be doing that today. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I got one right here from Robocop. Okay. That's where it starts off. Uh, ask Freckleface. Have you... This is really pretty... Uh, it kind of feeds into tonight's show. Okay. Have you ever cried IRL from an event in the game? Did you shed a tear over this event that you had when you got all dramatic and were drama and told Brad? That time I did not. I almost did um, one of my first months playing WoW when I got yelled at and I didn't really know why. Who yelled at you? I don't know. Someone I was questing with. Oh, and they did like in the game like... That was more like, wait. It's like, what are you doing? And I was like... What am I doing? I don't know. I'm I'm playing. I'm I'm, I'm hitting stuff. I'm not hitting stuff. What? Why am I doing stuff wrong? I don't know. And then you cried. Over no, that? I didn't cry. Oh. I almost cried. There's a difference. Have you ever cried IRL over a ga- over something that happened in the game? No. Have you ever laughed so hard that you cried over something happening in the game? I have. So. Did he ask that or are you follow? No, I'm up? follow. That's my own little follow up. No, no, you don't get to put me in the hot well, no, seat. No, no, that's not a hot seat. Have you ever laughed so hard that you cried over something that happened in the game? Maybe I have. The, well, uh, the night we were all at ICC and I tried to do, do the things. Oh, that true. I cracked. That made me laugh. Oh, true. Yeah. Here's some other things. What is if this isn't your hot seat? I this know it's not my hot seat. So we got another question. Seat. That was that was that was RoboCop. That was naked RoboCops, and then that went in right there. He's not naked you, yet. Uh, you can't look at that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, he's not naked in his Twitter picture. Everybody go a uh, friend Rob Copeland, R O B C O P E L A N D, Rob Copeland, and uh, you see, you can tell me if he's naked or not. 
Uh, another one, moldy tofu. Tofu, sorry. Moldy tofu. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> what race would you rather play? Giant panda mutant or naga? Panda mutant. What is a panda mutant? I don't know. Yeah. But sounds better than naga. Naga suck. They're all the same. Doesn't <laughs> matter where you go. And even even in Mount Hygel, uh-huh. and they're like on fire and they're like the nowhere near land, they're still the same. They're still the same. They need no, yeah. nowhere near water to be swimming around yeah. or whatever. Of course so, the women do have some nice chests. Hey now. So you'd rather be the uh, the mutant panda? Hmm. I'd just see Victor. Okay. That question was from uh, at Moldy Tofu. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to his house for lunch. <laughs> um, it's a picture of a looks like a cowboy with a big gun. So, and our buddy the Dread Samurai. He says, "What food from the cooking profession would you like to be real? And what do you eat when you are playing?" It'd either be the chocolate cake that makes you shoot fireworks for four hours. At your butt. No. Oh, okay. Or the chocolate <laughs> cookies that make you feel better the more that you eat. I would get those. Because those do the opposite for me. I feel better after one, maybe good after two, and after three, I'm like, ugh. Not if I'm fat. I want cookies that don't make me fat, but make me feel better the more I eat. I just so badly want to go back to the uh, Oreo, I mean the oatmeal <laughs> cookies. What? What oatmeal cookies? <laughs> the oatmeal cream pies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those <laughs> <laughs> yes. And what were you going to say about that? Not a darn mm. thing, honey. <laughs> ah, no. Nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what. Those are some great questions. Those were some great questions. Enjoy the summer. I hope you don't stop sending in questions just because you've won the guide for sending in questions. Yeah, the Keep. dread samurai. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the dread. Yeah. Keep sending them in. I look forward to them. Yeah, they're, they're I like fun. being in a hot seat. Yeah. It's hot. So, you know, we do have to say this one thing. What thing? Got a question for Freckle Face? Tweet it to Hearthcast Root. That. No, awesome. Yeah, we gotta say that. There you go. Man. You know what? I, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging a new uh, new place. I'm digging it. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. And uh brings us to uh, an end, a close. It does. To this uh to this episode. Yeah. 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 And if you want to be part of the next episode of Hearthcast, which you know now we're back on a schedule again, so it's good. You know, everything got kinda of wompy job there for a while. Yeah. So, but we're back on a regular schedule now, so we're good. Sorry y'all miss us, but we're glad you missed us. But if you do want to be part of next week's show, please, uh, you can uh, send all your questions, your comments, or any other feedback. You can email us at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can tweet us at hearthcastroot, at hearthcastfreck, or if you just want to go to the general show, it's at hearthcast. You can always use our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. You could go to our Facebook page and post a comment on our Facebook page. That's uh, facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. Or um, you, know, you can go to our website and use our website submission form. And just like Ozzy did over at, remember we said before, Ozzy is the editor-in-chief over at Rawcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mongo Jerry is 85, North, uh, Night of Hunter. And who else? Oh, yeah, we got that awesome one from some dude. And, of course, our Corner of Carnage. Calton. Calton. That's who I was looking for in there. 
all those people contributed to this show to make this show what it is. And without that, we just, you know, we'd run out of things to talk about. We would. And, uh, you know, we got some more requests for us uh, to bring on some other guests on the show because people feel that guests are cool. They're cool. cool. Yeah. They're good. It's good to go. We do need to re-record our, our, our cool episode with, uh, with Hoofit. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get Hoofit back on and uh, th- we'll ask him the same questions and he'll answer them like he's never answered them before. And we'll be but surprised. Better. Yeah. But he's got to tell the story. Yes. Yeah. There's a story that he didn't tell the first time. And that's why the whole episode failed. <laughs> so it's really his fault. <laughs> we did everything right. He skipped over the cool story about, was it the lady, the crazy lady? We didn't do everything. It was like, hey, this is right. And fuck off his. No, no. We were perfect. Oh, no, we're no, not. no, no. Audio was perfect. There was no, no. He skipped over the story about the crazy lady, so I deleted everything. That is what happened. That's what happened. Mm. Yeah. Really? Again, we would like to thank our awesome sponsors, RiptideSoftware.com, Zyger Guides. I, I did mention people should call Joel, right? Over Riptide? You did. Yeah, yeah. 1-800-RIPTIDE? St- I still don't know what you're selling, though. Oh, I mean, they can... Do, we do Salesforce integration for the commercial side. We do website development for the commercial side. We do uh, voiceover stuff like down here in the studios. Oh. Uh, we do video. We do photography. That's all in the commercial side. Do you do side. wedding photography? Uh, no. We don't do oh. that stuff. Um, did I say Salesforce integration? We're like the number one Salesforce integrator in uh, this area, in Central Florida area. Uh, but we do it all over the world. Um, uh, what else? Oh, iPhone dev- development. Mm-hmm. Android OS development. Oh. A lot of development. Grails applications, um, anything on Amazon, AWS. We want to. You want to take your business to the cloud? We do that. I, specifically, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> but we let Joel like tell me what to do it. Like we just took a company, put them up, put them up on uh, on AWS, and because their deal was they were getting a lot of traffic to their website, and their web servers were like melting down. So I threw them up on AWS. They haven't had a meltdown because AWS just adds more resources to it on the fly. They have like 40 instances going, which is like a, a lot. It's like a huge amount of traffic. But their websites didn't go down because AWS does what AWS does when AWS is set up properly. And that's the stuff kind of stuff that we do here on the commercial side. On the government side, do a lot of training software. We'll just leave it at that. It's kind of like WoW and America's Army combined. Yeah, we do that kind of stuff. And it's really cool. And the other cool thing we do here is like human black ops in Counter-Strike, uh-huh. but we don't shoot bullets, shoot laser beams, but the guns actually make and feel real and they make the sound like you're really shooting them. Uh-huh. So it feels like a real, I mean, it's, it's, it's the physical weight, size, shape, everything of a gun, the sound, everything is 100% like a gun except it shoots air and a laser beam. So you don't actually, you know, kill the person you're shooting, but the guy's wearing a jacket. So it's kind of like laser tag and Counter-Strike and Black Ops all combined with real-time um, decision-making processes in there and everything. And cool. It's like super cool. RiptideSoftware.com for, for that more information on that. That was a huge plug for that. So call Joel, 1-800-RIPTIDE, and say, don't let Rude make such a big plug next week. Because <laughs> if you don't call him and tell him that, I'm going to. Uh, okay, and um, and don't be selfish. <laughs> <laughs> like like Root just did. Do you yourself was all over the place. Share us with your friends, write us on iTunes, or give us a link from your blog. We will link back. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for Hearthcast.com.